again, welcome. If we haven't met, I think I've met you all, but my name is Michelle Thielen. I'm with Yoga Faith, and if you have no idea what Yoga Faith is, I hope you stay in the room once we get started. Um, we center everything on the Word of God. So our mission at Yoga Faith is really to redeem biblical principles. Amen? Amen. Amen. Before there was Vedic literature and the eight limbs, my Bible says that he created everything. And meditation and chanting and postures of prayer, they're all in there. They're in there first. <laughs> so we just want to redeem uh, for the glory of God whatever we do. And so I just thank you so much for getting on an airplane, for driving here up the street, um, for coming into this space and place where it doesn't really matter what one believes, but our prayer is that they would find God, maybe on a yoga mat, um, but that they would realize this profound intimacy of what meditation is um, that was first used in the Bible to connect to the heart of God. So let's just take our hands to heart center and our chin to the fingertips. So basically just bow your head. And the first thing first is around here. Dear Heavenly Father, we welcome you into this place today. We ask that you would have your way in our hearts and in our minds. We ask that with every breath, with every inhale, with every exhale, that you would be glorified in this place. We ask that your Holy Spirit and your angels be sent forth all around this space and out of this space. But we pray that you would have an extra blessing today upon the Chopra Center and its employees and that they would feel your presence in a whole new way and they would know the one true God, the living God, the living well. And so for that, Father God, we just give you all the praise and give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. So we have different levels of yogis here, and I just really want to really, really briefly talk about the sixth, seventh, and eighth limb. So we have eight limbs in yoga. They're very parallel to um, our Ten Commandments in the Bible. The first two talk about internal and external, how we relate to ourselves. Um, and then the, the uh, second one, how we relate to everyone else, external, the world, relations. Um, we have asana, our postures. We have pranayama, our breath. We have um, pratyahara, which is withdrawal. It's the fifth limb. So just like in Ashtanga, where the eighth, eight limbs come from, you know, in Ashtanga, if you are successful at all those poses, you move into the next series. So as these limbs go, you've got pranayama, you've got your breath down, you've got your asana down. You begin to move into uh, meditation. And so what we're going to do today is a Christ-centered meditation, yoga faith meditation, and moving from the fifth limb into the sixth of concentration, of um, focusing on the one thing. And when we received Christ in, in salvation, we, were, we entered into this covenant relationship with him as one. So he's, he left us his Holy Spirit, right? And he lives inside of us, and we are one. So all we have to do is go within. This is a beautiful little book, by the way, Into the Silent Land, where God already dwells within to find this divine stillness, his divine presence. 
And I want to tell you this just in case you're new to yoga or you don't know about the eight limbs because it's really parallel to what God first ordained in, in the scriptures. So if you're successful at limb six, so limb five, after you withdrew and you pruned, anybody been pruned by God? Uh -huh. <laughs> so in the vine dresser, we know when those branches are pruned, the next season we can bear better fruit. So I'm hoping that together we can find a place to prune, to find some stillness today in the secret place, so that we can bear bigger, better, more abundant fruit. And so once we move past the fifth limb into the sixth of concentration, we then begin to move into the seventh limb, which is this flow of being present with God, um, being really keenly aware <coughs> without being focused, if that makes any sense at all. And it's my opinion, sometimes the seventh and eighth limb may not be achievable on this side of heaven because as we know after the seventh limb comes the eighth limb, which is ecstasy, and the world has made ecstasy really ugly. They've made meditation ugly and chanting ugly. And ecstasy, the eighth limb, is just one. There's no other thoughts. There's, this, is, this describes it so well in chapter one. It says, the sponge is immersed in the ocean, and the ocean is immersed in the sponge. There is no coming in. There's no coming out. The, the sponge is the ocean. The ocean is a sponge. <laughs> we become that way with Christ. When we, be, when we take the time to be still and enter into that secret place, and, and we're about to go, you're about to get invited into that secret place, and Jody was at Trauma Sensitive in Atlanta. We were in child's pose, which in a time of depression and suicide, I was in child's pose and I entered into the secret place, and I, I was so mad. I don't want to be in the secret place when I'm down in the dumps. I want to go back there. That was awesome. But we got to the secret place corporately. The there were 20 of us. And I thought, well, I'm going to try, Lord. And he showed up, and it was powerful. So I'm going to try to bring that back. We're going to try to get into the secret place today. But don't beat yourself up. There's grace here. You know, try to find the secret place in your own time with God. Um, it's just about... It's just about getting there. He's always there, right? So um, with that being said, I do want to have a little bit of movement before we get still. And so bear with me on that so we don't have, you know, 60 minutes of meditation. But um, also your airplane bodies will probably be okay with that. So let's go ahead and get to our feet and stand in a mountain position. All right, so um, in your mountain position, hands to heart center. I just feel very rooted, very grounded. If it's uh, okay to just bow your head and close your eyes. And again, just feeling very rooted and grounded in Christ. And I want to read to you Psalms 19:14. It says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Psalm 104 says, let my meditation be pleasing to you, Father God, as for me, I shall be glad in you. Let the meditation of my heart be rooted in him. So go ahead and just kind of stomp your feet a little bit. Feel really rooted and grounded in him. And then coming back to heart center. So we are going to set our intention on him just a little bit deeper here and coming into um, what I like to call sun salutation, S-O-N, salutation. 
And so we're just going to break the first one down, just if you need a reminder, if you've never done it before. And so on an inhale, Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Squeeze that lower half. Exhale. Your kingdom come. Inhale halfway. Your will be done. Walking yourself back to plank. Letting your will be done here on earth, just as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our sins. We're holding down, dog. Forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Walking feet up, lead us not into temptation. Inhale halfway and deliver us from all evil. Exhale forward full. For thine is thy kingdom and thy power and thy glory forever and ever. Amen. One more time. Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Here on earth, just as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Walking up, lead us not into temptation and deliver us from all evil. For thine is thy kingdom, thy power, thy glory, forever and ever. And we all said amen. 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 Holding your mountain pose. Thank you, Father, for this time, this time of worship. We're going to worship with our whole body. And I just want you to go ahead and flow with the words just as we just did, yeah? Thank you, Father God. We give you all the glory.
heart. Exhale. Just coming to your comfort level, but just release. Breathe. job you guys all right if you want to grab a little sip of water or um, whatever you need to do maybe um, grab a blanket if you didn't get one um, we're gonna come into a child's pose and we're gonna attempt limb six seven and eight so I have in my notes here it says a quieted heart is our best preparation for all the work of God 
And meditation refocuses us from ourselves and from the world that we reflect on his word, his nature, his abilities, and his works. So I want your child pose to be pretty comfortable. And before we get uh, too deep, is there anyone who does not want to be touched? Will you just raise your hand so I know not to touch you? Thank you. starting to move into the seventh limb of focused concentration. Focused concentration. The devil does not want us to have focused concentration. He wants our minds busy and chaotic and loud. So you may just turn your palms upward just as a symbol to him to just say, hey Lord, I really want to hear from you during this time. begin this time of meditation if your eyes are not closed maybe you close them if that feels okay whatever feels good we want to start to relax and take our breath slower every inhale is slowed down and every exhale is slowed down here did you know the Hebrew word for breath is spirit so as we inhale I want you to inhale his spirit I want you to realize that everybody in this room is breathing and our breath connects us. Focusing on one thing, perhaps it's a cross or a candle or him, himself. Releasing all of our cares. I want you to imagine you're at the foot of the cross. And I want you to imagine that you are releasing every care, every worry, every anxiety at the foot of the cross. And as you release every care, you become lighter. Even your back is beginning to feel better already. Because you've been carrying some things, some of us for 20 or 30 years. We are at the foot of the cross together. And we come together. And we ask you, Lord, to take this, finally take it away and we don't want to carry it back off once again. We praise you, Father God, for being Jehovah Shalom, the Lord of says we were fearfully and wonderfully created in our mother's womb and it says that God had his hand upon us in our mother's womb I want you to just like a blanket feel God's covering over you God's hand over you you have to be a really big bad demon to remove God's hand of covering over you it is a blanket you cannot remove God's hand he has predestined, he has covered you. It is not 
being removed. It cannot be removed. Revelation says he set before us an open door that no man can shut. Amen? That door is open for us. It's set aside. It's set apart. We are set apart. We are covered. cows, you're welcome to stay in child's pose. Just moving your spine. We're going to travel through Luke 6 for our guided meditation. This is the part where you need to get very comfortable. You might come to child's pose. You might come flat on your back. You might sit against the wall for support on your back. You might sit on your blankets. I don't know. Whatever your most comfortable meditation posture is. I thank you, Father. And we are covered. And you cover us. many of us are laying down, I want you to come into a, a state where you imagine that you're standing and you're strong. If you've ever experienced a guided meditation, you actually have to go there. So we're going to go there together. Eyes are closed only if that feels okay to you. is traveling through Luke 6 together. Imagine yourself standing in a beautiful garden, a garden filled with fruit trees and fruit-bearing plants. You can see trees bearing apples, oranges, bananas, peaches, pears, cherries, vines bearing grapes, and all sorts of fruit. You can smell the sweetness of the ripe fruit in the air, Imagine that Jesus is standing beside you in the garden and he speaks to you saying, each tree 
is recognized by its own fruit. No good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. You look around at the trees and you recognize them by their fruit. As you look into the eyes of Jesus and you see yourself created in his image and you want to ask if you are good fruit. But as you see yourself in his eyes, you instantly realize the answer. Jesus smiles at you and says, I created you from dust. My spirit breathed life into you and I said you were good. I said you were very good. You are more than very good. You are more precious than any gold or silver. You are the apple of my eye, son. You are the apple of my eye, daughter. And I want to add that we are so good that we were his last creation before he rested. Jesus gently takes your hand in his and you walk through the garden together. Your entire body from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet feel the warmth radiating through his hand into your entire being, into every fiber, not just your body, but you feel it deep within your soul. Warmth, incredible peace, and true rest. True rest. Do we even know what that feels like? You are walking, or rather floating. You don't actually feel your feet on the earth, but you are with him and nothing else matters. You can hear the birds singing in melodies and harmonies that you cannot articulate. You hear a distant waterfall and a bubbling creek. The fragrance of flowers and fruits are so strong as if you are eating them. Jesus speaks, he says, I want you to know how important it is to surround yourself with surrendered people. You will know my disciples by their fruit, and I simply want to walk through the garden with you today to remind you that you must be intentional about my God-given relationships, your relationships. You must come into a higher understanding, a higher calling of kingdom building, and live life with those interested in building my kingdom. You must be surrounded by surrendered people. As you walk, and he walked closer to the waterfall, the water becoming louder and louder. He continues to tell you, I am the vine and you are the branches. And if you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. I'll break that word down. It says, no thing. You can do no thing without me, he said. I wanted to walk with you today and ask that you stop trying to do everything in your strength. Do you think that you could stop trying to do my job? I am God. You are not. Today, would you be willing to cast all your cares and surrender them completely to me? Because Christ dwells within you. Christ dwells within me. We don't even have to utter our answer. You don't have to utter your answer to him. He already knows your answer. And your answer is, yes, Father God, I want to completely surrender everything. Jesus slowly walked into the pool at the bottom of the gushing, overflowing waterfall. I knew the waterfall symbolized his love for me. His outpouring and abundance were for me. It was loud and seemed to get louder when his feet touched it. 
The water sparkled like diamonds everywhere, and he, he holds out his hand to you, like he did Peter, and he says to come. You step into the water, its warmth immediately surrounds your entire body. You are alive and fully awakened to the secret place of the Most High. His face so bright you can't look at it. He touches your shoulders. The light, his glory, looks right into your eyes and says, how you are standing right now, still, and looking at me, this is all I ever want you to do. This is all you ever need to do. You only need to stand still. I will fight all of your battles, not some of them, but all of your battles. You only need to do, to trust, and stand still. That's all you need to do, is to trust and stand still. He turns, he walks through the waterfall, and you see him, he just simply disappears. You are now standing in the secret place, there, alone, with a Holy Spirit high that you cannot put into words. Everything is a mirage of colors and tonal sounds. You can feel his presence stronger than ever, even though physically he's no longer with you. You're not quite sure how you got back to the garden. You think you might have floated. But there you are, back in the garden, and the birds are singing just a bit louder, and the fruit on the trees are sparkling in this glorious light all around you. It's as if the light causes your feet to be lifted as if it causes you to breathe and to move and to have your very existence. You look at the tree in front of you and there's words on the fruit. One piece has love scribed in it. Another piece says joy. Another piece of fruit says patience, peace, love, goodness, kindness, gentleness. And the top fruit says Oh, wait, you can't see it. You have to sort of jump up there to see. Oh, yeah, it says self-control. These are the fruits of the Spirit. And you know God wants you to take these fruits home for your own personal garden. He's still speaking to you even though you can't see Him. His Spirit still leading your steps and guiding your every move because you have allowed Him. You pull up a ladder to the tree and begin to pick the fruit one by one, placing them in your makeshift shirt bag as if you were a child. You slowly climb down and begin walking home. You can't wait to show everyone your sparkly fruit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and yes, self-control. You keep them on a windowsill so that you can see them every morning. And they are more ripe and more beautiful than the day you picked them from the garden all of those years ago with Jesus. Today they glimmer with radiance. God wants you to have them forever. He asked that your life would be proof 
of the fruit that you picked in the garden all those years ago that day. He's asking you today that your life would be fruit from the day spent with him in the garden, in the secret place. Jamase is a Nepali traditional greeting. It sounds like namaste, but it means praise be to Messiah. So Christ's light in me honors Christ's light in you, and praise be to Messiah, Jamase. And so go ahead and uh, begin to get a little movement into your body by wiggling the fingers and toes, taking the soles of your feet to the earth and bending your knees and ever so gently just rocking them from side to side. <coughs> Bringing the soles of the feet together and coming into just a reclining bound angle here, letting God have his way in the innermost sacred places of your being, your core being. And you can stay laying down or you can take whatever reclining bound angle feels good to you. Many of you know that our tension and our trauma lies in our core being. We've all heard that the issues live in the tissues, and so right now we're going to be surrendering our issues in the tissues, if you have any, and redeem them once again for his glory. As we open up our core center, we release this pretty intense hip opener. If it begins to get uncomfortable, I encourage you to just breathe through it and lean into the discomfort. If it's painful, that's a different story. You want to release it and just come into Shavasana. But breathe through this comfort. I promise you there's blessings on the other side of that discomfort. We know this verse very well, most of us. Psalm 4610, be still and know that I am God. I hope in whatever posture you have chosen that you can just find some stillness in his divine presence and allow him to have his way in this space, in your space, in your internal space. I am a 
let's do a couple bridges, knees to chest and then coming into bridge and just flowing. So the exhale is the knees to chest and the inhale is the bridge. Just getting a little movement going on in our spine, releasing that hopefully. Rolling over to your left side, tucking yourself in very tightly, feeling very safe. Remember God's covering around you, feeling very covered. of Psalm 91. It says, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Feeling covered and safe in this fetal position. Remembering that he covered you in your mother's womb. He already set before you your path, your open door that no one can shut and nothing can change that. You're your plan, your destiny is irrevocable. I want to remind you of the eighth limb, Samadhi, is eternally expansive and completely healing. And here we gain an eternal perspective and smile at our future. We come to know the all-knowing and truly experience his divine presence, healing, and joy. We understand that all our experiences have led us closer to him, and this final stage allows us to trust fully, to love deeper, let go of ego, surrender all, and embrace humility as we acknowledge his lordship and sovereignty in our life. Here in his presence, we realize that indeed, all things really are possible with God. It is here that we understand our Father works all things together for the good. He prospers your mistakes and he uses them for his glory. Samadhi or ecstasy is basking in his glory and wonderful presence. Here in God's infinite glory we find real joy, real bliss, real peace that passes all understanding. It's ecstasy with him and ecstasy through him. And we praise you, Father God that it might not be in this space today, but you extend your hand as you did with Peter and you say, come. And we walk on water if we don't take our eyes off of you. Thank you, Father. Ever so gently bring yourself up to a seated position, right where we started, hands to heart center 
and there's this hand <coughs> mudra we're going to practice and we're going to put it on our heart center. So your pinkies and your thumbs connect and you release the rest of your fingers. And so only if it's uh, comfortable for you to close your eyes, do or don't. We just invite you, Holy Spirit, breath of life, to enter into every fiber of our being. We ask that you would help us take this infinite and eternal wisdom of you, the Savior for all humanity. Take this wisdom that you've blessed us with, this redemption of postures of prayer and pranayama and meditation and chanting for your glory. Help us to speak eloquently and um, with knowledge that these are principles that we can redeem for you. Help us to share your gospel, whether it's on a yoga mat or not. May you give us a God confidence, a boldness. May we be as loud as the minority, Father God. May you raise up an army, Father God, that nothing can shut our mouth, that we love you so much, we are immovable, and you said in the secret place that all we have to do is stand still. You will fight every single one of our battles. You see it all. You're a just God, and we need not worry. So, Father, we receive it into our heart. Take your thumbs to your forehead, Holy Spirit. We receive it into our intellect, into our mind. We praise you for the mind of Christ. Oh, we are made in your image. Hallelujah. We give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you guys so much. I know sometimes it's hard to corporately get into the secret place, but that's where he wants us to be, and that's where the devil does not want us to be. Anybody ever try to meditate at home and your dog is on your mat or your <laughs> phone's going crazy, um, tornado alarm is going off? <laughs> I mean, it's just so obvious that he doesn't want us to spend time with our Heavenly Father, our Creator, our manufacturer. We need to know how it works. So it's not as if he's trying to hide things from us. He wants to get things to his kids. He has stuff for us to do places for us to go and people for us to meet you know we go into all these different parts of our own worlds and the world needs our light they need Jesus I mean if you watch Fox News ever they need Jesus out there <laughs> <laughs> the world will have you believe it's very it's just so dark and crazy and chaotic and, and the world is but there's this other part of the world that nobody's highlighting and so it's up to us individually to be that church, to be that light. So I just encourage you to find stillness, even if it's two minutes. If you're at work and you just go to the bathroom, shut the stall door, and just find some time to connect with your Creator because He has things to say to, to you and to me, things for us to do. And um, if we don't ever take that time, we're never going to hear from him. We're just going to keep running around the hamster wheel and doing what we got to do. And it's about me, 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 <laughs> right? And that's a small existence. So I just 
I'm so humbled to the core as I look around at the Chopra Center. <laughs> and I see all of you, some I've met before and some I haven't, and just new friends and not, not old, you're not old, but older <laughs> friends. Um, it's just been such a pleasure and a privilege and an honor to guide you through this meditation and time of prayer and, you know, the postures of prayer and what we get to read in the Bible. It's just amazing when we get to worship with our whole being. So thank you for being interested or even helping me redeem biblical principles out there in the world. It's very helpful. Um, I wanted to do just one thing before we go take our picture. There's a meditation room right to the right. I wanted to go in there and just pray. <laughs> Can we just pray? Okay, good. <laughs>